0: Welcome to Be Your Own Boss Podcast. This is episode four. Hey guys, it's your host, Kenetha Kaufman. Thank you for tuning in to Be Your Own Boss podcast. On today's episode, we have Angela Seeds with Angela Photography. Angela is a certified professional photographer that specializes in headshots and boudoir. She calls it the art of boudoir. I'm super excited to have her on today's show. She's gonna be covering everything about what it takes to be a photographer and run a very successful business. She's also gonna be addressing some myths when it comes to being a photographer. I am super excited to have her on today's show. Hey Andrew, thank you so much for being on our episode. We are so excited to have you and excited to learn more about you, but most of all for you to give all the photographers out there or the people that want to be photographers some great tips. So thank you so much. So tell us just a little bit about yourself and how you got started. Hi Kanitha. thank you for having me today. Um, a little bit about myself.
1: My name is Angela Seitz, and I am from Hannibal, Missouri, originally, just moved here to the Nashville area about two years ago. I specialize in headshots and boudoir photography. I am a certified professional photographer as well. Uh, the question you asked is, how did I get my start? That's a good question, and it's probably uh, the same answer that a lot of photographers have. I was asked by my aunt if I would do one of her kids' weddings. Well, I did. I only had a point-and-shoot camera at the time. Uh, She asked me, and I said, oh, I don't have a really good camera. And she said, but I love your pictures. So I said yes. And I did three out of the four of her kids. And each time I had a little bit better camera. So I kind of got the bug and was addicted and started doing some of my own kids and some some high school seniors. And uh,
0: that's where it started. So that's super funny. I remember when you told us that story at our networking group and a couple of things that she didn't tell you guys was, is that her camera messed up on her, right? Didn't your camera? Not on those weddings. Okay. That's, that's, uh, that'll be, uh, another question that you have. (laughs) I saved that story for. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. So what do you wish that you would have done or that you would have known when you first started out in the business? And see there, there's there's that question. (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh wow I there's lots of things I wish I would have been more outgoing like I am now I was not at the time I wish I would have been networking at the time then and I did not then but I am now and I think that's made a big difference but number one I would say have a backup camera that's the story (laughs) I was going to tell I was shooting a wedding and as the bride was coming down the aisle, my camera quit working. <laughs> I, I was mortified and I could have crawled into somebody's aisle and hid. <laughs> but uh, what do you think I did? You know what I did? Because I have told the yeah, story. And, uh, <laughs> I stopped the bride. And when I tell people that, they're like, what? <laughs> I stopped the bride and I told her, I said, hey, I said, my camera just quit. And... She's like, what? (laughs) And I I asked, I said, does anybody here have a camera that I can borrow? And so I literally borrowed a Kodak, uh, like it was EasyShare camera, I think. And I literally used their camera and my camera. And my camera did work periodically throughout that entire wedding. But yeah, that was, I learned from that mistake that I, you need a
0: backup camera. So... I know you said you use someone else's camera, which this is not one of the questions that I <laughs> had for you, but it just came to mind. So how important is it to actually pick your camera? Is it more about the camera or is it more about the training and the experience that you have that makes your picture so beautiful?
1: I, I think it's more about the person yourself and the artist than mm-hmm. it is the camera, because you can have um, any type of a camera, and you can still, you can have an old, old-fashioned camera, you can have a current, most up-to-date, most expensive camera, and you can get pretty much the same shot. Now, glass, which is lenses, mm-hmm. can make a little bit of difference in that, and of course, the camera can make a little bit of difference, but you can still get pretty close with a cheap camera compared
0: to some of the more expensive ones on certain things. Okay so my question as far as like with the phone I know a lot of people say I take really great pictures with my phone so is that kind of a myth or is that something that you would say you probably can get really good pictures with a phone if you have right lighting and so forth and all of that?
1: Right you can I mean the phones have come a long way. I personally it's kind of I don't take my camera with me sometimes when I go on vacation because it's big and huge and bulky and my phone does pretty good. Yeah. So, but when it comes to portraits and things like that, yes, lighting is key and you can't, when I take a picture with a phone, it's not going to trigger my flash to go off. Yeah. And so that's what makes the difference is your off camera flash and some of the different things that you can do with different lenses. Mm -hmm. But overall, yes, the camera does,
0: the phone does a great job. Okay. Awesome. Cause I know that If I wanted to start something like that, I know that just from some of the people that I know that take pictures, those cameras are really expensive. So for the brand new person that's out there listening, and they say, "I really want to be a photographer, and I see myself doing this, but I really can't afford a great camera." What what advice would you give to them? Like, I mean, well, I don't think I'd advise (laughs) them to use their phone. (laughs) You can get a you know
1: a four to six hundred dollar camera. At a, at a you know a starting point I, you know i'm a canon girl i love canon so uh, once you're kind of invested it's kind of hard to change but um you know if you i know like some of the i can't think i don't pay attention to the models anymore but some of the canon rebels i think are a good entry point and amateur mm-hmm. um cameras so that's a good place to start they can do a lot of the same things
0: but just maybe not have quite as much as the stuff that the bigger cameras have. Okay, awesome. And what would you say has been some of your number one influencers or some resources that you really have? It's your go-to when it comes to things that you need to know or ideas and things like that. What would you say? What would you tell our audience?
1: Well, I go to a couple workshops a year where you learn. Um, I go to, I'm part of the Professional Photographers of America. So they do what they call their work, Their um, big conference. is called Imaging. And it's sometimes here in Nashville, I think, every other year, or every third year. Um, then they go to Atlanta, and I think they've been in San Antonio. So they kind of rotate around those locations. Um, that's been one big one is just learning from peers one-to-one when you're in those workshops. And then I would say my start of all of it, my biggest one that I absolutely love, and I tell people that all the time when they ask that they're interested in photography, creativelive.com.
0: Oh, okay. 24-7, they run classes yeah. nonstop. Awesome. So guys, I'm definitely going to make sure that I put that directly on my website. So at the end, stay tuned um, so that you get that link um, to the resources that Angela believes is really the best so Angela, if you would, will you go into detail with us as to what makes your business so different than any other photographer out there? Because I feel like there's so many of you guys. And when it comes to booking an appointment, I know for myself, when it comes to booking an appointment, it's like, oh my gosh, like, where do you start? Where do you go? So what what do you say sets you apart? What's different about your business?
1: Well, I don't know that it's, I'm sure I'm not the only one doing this, but from what I think sets me apart is I do have a scheduling link where people can sign up and they can actually go and pick their own date and time that works with them. So we don't go back and forth. Oh, no, I've got this many appointments available this week. You know, well, it doesn't match with yours. So they can just simply go to the website, see what I have available and pick something. Um, And that's through acuity scheduling is who I use. Um, There's lots of different, there's lots of different companies that can do that. I know square can have, um, And I think Calendly, there's several different companies that can Mm -hmm. do the scheduling, but that's what I do use. I, when I do my headshots, I sync my iPad pro to my camera. And so they get to see the images as we're shooting them. So we make sure we get what they want. You know, if they have, oh my goodness, my hair stuck up back here. I didn't know that. I hate that, you know, so Mm -hmm. we can fix that and then reshoot. And then they walk away knowing they've got the image that they do want. And normally I get that back to them within 24 to 48 hours, their headshot. That's when it's an individual headshot. And if I go to a company and do 16 or 17, obviously I'm not going to have those the
0: next day. Mm -hmm. But for an individual client that comes in for a headshot, usually within Mm -hmm. 24 to 48 hours, they have their headshot. And that probably makes them pretty excited to get it back because they've already somewhat seen it. And, you know, and they already know kind of what it's going to look like. Right. And then you can change up whatever they need. Yeah,
1: usually they already mm-hmm. like it and they're like, oh, my goodness, that looks amazing. And I, I remind them this is straight out of camera. Yeah. So I will do some editing, light touching, and different things. And so if you like it, you're going to love it when you get it back, right? Yeah. Yeah, they do.
0: It usually blows them away when they get it. So, yeah. Well, how important would you say it is to really specialize in something? I mean, I feel like, you know, I know so much already about your business just because we're in the same networking group, but. How important would you say for that brand new person to really key in on what they love and, you know, and and have that specialty that really sets them apart? Well, I did not start out
1: that way. Um, I like to say, you know, I'm a jack of all trades and a master of none. When I first started, (laughs) I would... One, you know, I'd be like, oh, I want to take pictures of babies. So I'd throw up an ad, you know, this week is special. Come get your baby's pictures taken. And then next week it's, oh, I need to market to weddings. And the next week it's, oh, it's high school seniors. And now it's fall time. So it's family photos and, <laughs> you know, spring and Easter. And so it was just constantly, I was always torn and on what to do. But within, I'd say the last probably five to six years, I've specialized things have been a lot easier i'm only marketing to two different types of genres you know like the headshots and the boudoir so i just feel like i am able to get my my life together a little bit better instead of feeling like i'm just spread all over the place and i feel like i'm more focused i can i can I'm actually a certified professional boudoir photographer as well. So I study and study and study on boudoir. I study and study and study on headshots. And I feel like I know those very, very well and probably better than
0: some people that do a little bit of everything. Yeah, awesome. I really want you to go into detail about the boudoir because guys, every week, she really, in my opinion, she makes all the women in the room go, oh my gosh, I've got to get these things done. Like, I mean, she's really striving really hard to make sure with her specialty with the boudoir that she's really making women feel special. And so I really want you to go into detail about that and and also about your little secret group that you have for the women that are out there that need to be a part of it. Yes, I'd love to tell you about that. I do have a private Facebook
1: group and it's for women only and it's called Boudoir Nashville. So you can look that up and join only if you're a woman (laughs) or guys, if you have a wife, you might want to send her there. (laughs) If you want some
0: pictures, I've done lots
1: of surprise gifts for men, whether it be for Valentine's day, uh, birthdays, it's been a lot of fun to to know that these women are surprising their men that way. It's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, as far as the boudoir, It's not just for somebody that looks like a model or it's, you know, it's for everybody. I think every woman should do it. I had a client last week that made a comment that, nope, I'm too fat. And I'm like, no, you're not. You know, everybody is beautiful. You all have something about you. And it's what I've been trying to do is to make you look your best. It's about the posing, the lighting, the the clothing options that you choose, you know, and a photo session, it's, you know, it's more than just photos. It's about learning to accept yourself the way you are. And it's about feeling and looking beautiful the way you are right now. You know, not, oh, I can't take my pictures until I lose 10 pounds or, you know, 50 pounds. It's about learning to love yourself the way you are. And it's liberating. You know, it helps you release those insecurities that you have. And it's a journey of discovery
0: and learn to self-love and it empowers you and makes you confident. Yeah. And it just changes your whole world. Yeah, that's awesome, ladies. Listen, if you are wanting to feel good about yourself and you're just really in a funk, you definitely need to make sure you reach out to Angela and just you don't even have to do it for a guy, do it for yourself so that you feel good about yourself and know that you're pretty. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what
1: you yeah. look like, you right? Need to do it for yourself, too. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. So why would you say that it's super important to have, you know, a schedule and, and to be on time when it comes to, you know, to photography? I know that, you guys' business, it, it's hard. It's a little cutthroat because especially like your special event, whether it's a wedding or whether it's getting your your newborn's pictures made. I know for me, when I've been waiting on pictures, I'm like, oh my gosh, hurry up. Can I have the pictures tomorrow? What about the next day? So how important would you say that your schedule is and what advice can you give that brand new person from a scheduled standpoint? Not when it comes to just booking their clients, but even with getting the finished product done. Uh, Your schedule is very
1: important, but I would, you kind of threw
0: in something there that
1: I want to help all the other photographers that are out there that are baby photographers. I'm not a baby photographer, but when you mentioned that, listen up. If you have a baby or you're about to have a baby, schedule your pictures while that baby is under 10 days old. Oh, wow do not wait any later because if you want those adorable pictures where their heads are up and they're holding them you know all those little cool things baby photography is amazing and uh, they need to be taken while they're under 10 days old it makes the photographer's life and job so much
0: easier and you get some really cool shots that way that's awesome so the (laughs) photographers out there listening if you specialize in newborn photos you definitely need to send some stuff Angela's way because she definitely (laughs) have given some of your future clients a really, really big tip. So make sure you send people her way, right? Learn what your specialty (laughs) is and capitalize on it, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's so many photographers out there and there are so, but there's so many more clients too. And not everybody's your client. Like I said, I don't shoot babies. So Mm. If I know a photographer that shoots babies and I like your work and we get a lot, I'll send people your way. Absolutely. And, you know, have that reciprocated is awesome. But you asked about schedules. I'll get back to that. I kind of (laughs) jumped off that train. That's okay. (laughs) Um, I like I only shoot boudoir on Mondays and Fridays and like Thursday afternoons. Then I schedule some of my networking uh, meetings on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then I do some of my marketing on some of those days and headshots are done on Tuesdays and Thursday afternoons. So I kind of set up what I know I can do during the week. And I go through my month, one, one month in advance and kind of look through and see what meetings I have and what times I have available for headshots, what times I have available for boudoir. And um, my boudoir sessions last about four hours. Oh wow! So they do the whole thing that one time they come in, I have somebody with hair and makeup. They, they get that done all for them. It's kind of fun. It's like pampering them. And then I shoot for an hour. Then I have them, you know, either stay there and have a snack or a drink or go to Starbucks and get something to drink and come back in an hour. And then I show them their images right then and there, that same day. Oh, wow. So they will do their ordering and everything that same day. And when they, they don't have to come back weeks from now. And it's all done. That's pretty
0: cool. So
1: it is a nice big block of time. Uh But at the same time, it's all done. That's really, really cool. I
0: had no idea. You just taught me something new today about your business that I had no idea about. That's that's really
1: cool. And it's really a lot of fun Then I know it's, it kind of makes that process quicker. Uh So then they place the order. Then I'm only editing the images that they order.
0: And then they get their order quicker that way, too. OK, so let's end with this, because I feel like you've given us some really good information. Um, and I hope that Angela has inspired you guys. I mean, if I wanted to be a photographer, I definitely would be like, I need this lady to mentor me because this is pretty awesome. <laughs> but um, in closing, what would you say to that person that is really looking to start a photography business? And they say, I really want to do this, but I don't even know where do I get clients? Like, how do I? How do I do this? I don't even know where to start. What would you say their first step is when they're looking or marketing for clients? What would you say has been your number one resource to help you get clients? Oh wow. Sorry, that's kind of (laughs) what I threw in there.
1: That is a big one. I would say overall, it's your relationships that you have, and building on those relationships, really a lot of business comes from one-to-one and the You know, like when you do get a couple clients and they are your advocates and they go out there and they're like, hey, you know, some of you, they hear somebody needing photography and they recommend you. That's a huge one. I would say networking to help build those relationships. So you find and meet people that are in your genre of photography that you're interested in. And then of course there's Facebook. And I think Facebook advertising, I do that. Some people don't. Um, It depends on what type of photography you're in for. There's also LinkedIn.
0: that's probably where I would start awesome awesome well thank you so much Angela for being on our episode we are so thankful for the information that you have provided us with and um, if you guys have any further questions I'll definitely make sure that I include all of the notes uh, from today's episode on my website so make sure you check it out thanks Angela thank you Thank you guys for listening to Be Your Own Boss podcast. For more information on how you can become your own boss, make sure you check out our website at Podcast.com. You can also download a podcast directly from our website, and you will also find all of the different resources that Angela covered on today's show. Make sure you subscribe so you can stay tuned for next week's episode. Again, thank you so much for listening.